Hello and welcome to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. At Emmanuel Croydon, we exist to be a community drawn together by our desire to know and follow Jesus. We long to become disciples of Jesus who are equipped to serve him in the whole of life, transforming families, communities and workplaces as we love God with heart, mind, soul and strength. We hope you enjoy this week's talk from the evening service. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace to you. Hello, everyone. Uh, so thanks so much to everyone who shared everything at the front. I thought it was amazing how you were so happy to just share stuff there. When I was your age, I would have never done that. I've been way too shy. So that was, I loved everything you shared. Thanks so much for being willing to do that. Now, you all shared some of your favorite things in the weekend. I'm going to share one of the more, one of the things I found a bit disturbing about the venue. And it should be on the screen in a moment. So this is... So that, that toilet was so loud. You could not use it in the night... Otherwise, you'd wake everyone up. It was, it was really quite shocking. It even had a warning on the, the sign here. Yes, please. Yes, the, the flush is loud and might surprise you. How many toilets have to carry a safety warning? Uh, but what I really loved is the creativity of someone who did this. Do you see the fourth one there? Please do not flush your hopes and dreams. And I was like, wow, I'm so happy for whoever, whoever made those signs. But this, this, I think this is, this is something, this, we're onto something here, I think. I think they did touch on something. Have you ever felt like your hopes and dreams have just all been sucked away with that loud, dramatic flushing sound? Well, this is, and there is a link here, don't worry, there is a link. One question that changes everything, and it is, who do you say I am? That's what Jesus asked Peter, that's what he asks every single one of us. Who do you say Jesus is? How would you answer? The theme of the weekend was encountering Jesus for ourselves, meeting him. But how can we meet Jesus if he lived 2,000 years ago? Everything hinges on how we answer this question, who do you say I am? If Jesus was just a human being and nothing more, There is no possibility in ever meeting him for ourselves. However, if Peter was right and Jesus is the Messiah, the son of the living God, then we are presented with a breathtaking reality. Jesus is God come to earth as a human being. Now onto our next slide, fake news. You've had a lot of that. I'm not going to name name any names of this. But fake news Sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? God come to earth as a human being. Why would he do that? Does God exist anyway? Surely it's too good to be true. Is this just another one of those fake news stories that we can just be like, sounds great, but we can't put any hope in it? It's either the best news ever or the fakest news ever. What do you say? Well, the awesome reality is, if this is not fake news, if Jesus really is God, then we can truly encounter him today, even right this moment, right this second. 
But how, again, that question, how can we meet with Jesus if he lived 2,000 years ago? Where is he? And it's because of this. God is everywhere. And it's one of these pieces of art that you saw here. Next slide. Okay, this is one of the pieces of art. You might have seen it. It's over here, down here. You can see it later. God is everywhere. And I was like, wow, that is really under something. This was a piece of artwork created by one of the young people, and I really love it. Remember, one of God's attributes is omnipresence, being everywhere at once. So if Jesus is really God, then his spirit, his presence, too, is everywhere, in all times and at all places, all at once. Do you see what this means, if you really believe this? It means that Jesus is here, right now, this second in this building. Remember what he promised in Matthew chapter 28, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And here's another piece created by one of the young people. Another one I love. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because Jesus is everywhere, he can strengthen us no matter how weak we feel. He strengthens us like our truest friend would by being right next to us as the best encourager we could ever have. Here's another one. There are always going to be struggles in life, but Jesus is always there to guide you through. One of them came up with that. I really love that. And this is exactly right. Jesus is always there. This is not just some nice sentiment that you read in these like, quote books you get with loads of flowers on the cover. It's to say that Jesus is always here, is as rock-solid a fact as one plus one equals two. But if we're honest, do we really actually feel that? Do we feel that as a reality? Jesus walked on the earth, he died to bring us back to God, and then he rose again. And then he ascended into the heavenly dimensions. But, and I think this is where we often get it wrong, he didn't just disappear into thin air. He is human still, he is human forever, and he is alive forever. He's still a human being now, right now, 2022, seated in the heavenly places. But he didn't leave us on earth alone. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Jesus because he is the way that Jesus is present everywhere, all at once. The Spirit is compared to breath or wind because God's presence, though not visible, is very real and very powerful, just like the wind. So, to put it more precisely, Jesus is present right here in this room, right now, by his Spirit, all around us. Do we actually really believe this? Do we feel this as a reality? If we really think about it, it just boggles your mind. It's absolutely mesmerizing. It's like Psalm 139. Where can I go from your Spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Nowhere. So just to demonstrate this, if I go over here, God is over here. Ah, what about over here? Oh, he's even near the IT panels. He doesn't get scared away by those. What about over here? He's here too. What about out here? Oh, he's even out here. I don't know if the signal will stretch. He's even outside these doors too. He is in all these places all at once. He's below us. He's above us. He is all around us. <sighs> oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, 
There we go. So, was, why, why don't we, why don't we put our hands up? Why don't we put your hands up in front of you, just for a moment, just humor me. Where your hands are right now, that is where God is. Put your hands up right into the air. God is there, where your hands are now. Put them down by your sides, sort of, maybe even touch the ground. He is there, he is below us, he is all the way to the core of the earth. And out the other side, put your hands on your chest. He is there too. He is in every cell of our body. Otherwise, we would not continue to exist. That's just, that's not controversial. That's just the reality. Just think about that. But maybe you're thinking, maybe you're thinking, ah, oh, it's a bit far-fetched. How can Jesus be here, really, if we can't see him? Well, since when do we only believe in things that we physically see? Does anyone here have a phone with them? Anyone here have a phone with them? Oh, lots of phones. Did you hear of this great technology that was introduced a few years ago? It's called Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. It's not sci-fi, it's Wi-Fi. It's this amazing thing. Have you heard of it? It means you can use the internet without being plugged into a cable. Wow, everyone give a big gasp. Wow. You can use the internet anywhere. And how... How is that? How is that? Well, it's because the internet is all around us, in the air. But we're not, we're not really surprised at that, are we? Because we're so used to this idea that anywhere you go, you can get Wi-Fi. And that is a bit like God's presence. If we can believe in Wi-Fi, why can we not believe that God is all around us? Well, let's try another one. Music. Next slide. So, you know sound? Sound travels through the air by vibrations. It goes through things, it goes through walls. It means you can hear this, that amazing music earlier, probably from outside the church. And it even goes through us. Do you realize? This is something I was thinking about the other day, and I was like, wow, the sound actually goes through us as well. And so when you're in part, when you're in like a big music concert, the sound is actually traveling through you as well. And so we're all sort of in the sound together. It sounds like sort of some sort of hippie thing. We're in the sound together. But it's like that. We hear music, we don't see it, but we definitely know it's a reality. And probably my favorite one, next slide now, is like the wind now. Jesus talks about the Holy Spirit like the wind. And you know the wind, you feel it. It's rushing all around you. Who loves to sort of run around when all the leaves are sort of Blowing around, you sort of, uh, our dog loves to do that. Whenever the leaves are blowing in the road, he likes to run in front of the cars. We have to pull him out of the way. It's not so good, not so good. But that's like the Holy Spirit. He's blowing all around us. And think about oxygen. Holy Spirit is compared to breath. When we breathe in the air, that air doesn't just sort of go into your lungs and then go out again. It actually goes into your bloodstream. It goes into every cell of your body. It goes into... Every cell needs all the oxygen in it, otherwise it will just cease to be alive anymore. That is like God's presence. He's all around us. He is like our breath. He is in every cell of our bodies, just as much as and more so as oxygen is. Those are things we can't see, but we know for for certain, we rely on the fact that those are true. So the Spirit of Jesus is right here, all around us. Not just here today, as though this is a special time 
But here, every hour and every day of your life, whether you're aware of it or not, whether you're waking or you're sleeping, you know oxygen doesn't cease to exist if you don't believe in it. And now, next slide. Now, here is where the idea of love comes in. Valentine's Day is close, and God is the one who loves more than any other. I find that so unspeakably comforting. Those two realities together, God loves us, God is all around us. When everything, now this is just a bit of my own testimony with this, every, when everything is too much for me, I love to remember this wonderful truth, even when I feel so lonely and so detached, and when you know I can't feel like I can get through to anyone, I don't feel like anyone really understands where I'm coming from. It fills your heart with pain and, and your eyes with tears. And even then, he is the most faithful, kind, and loving human being. Jesus is in the entire of everything. This same Jesus is all around me, even in those moments. It's like an embrace, like air embraces us all around us. The embrace of his spirit, I can say, without exaggeration, comforts me more than anything else I have ever known. And that's because there's one last thing I want to emphasize. Maybe the idea of God being all around you is not a comforting reality, but a terrifying reality. Maybe you, maybe you, because you feel so unworthy of it. Maybe you are fearful he's just out to get you. Maybe you are fearful he doesn't really care about you. But then, like a stick of TNT, Bible TNT, boom, detonating all of the dark fears about a heart of God that we have within us, come these simple words from 1 John 4. God is love. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. And there we have a, a blowing apart of all those false ideas about God that go around all over the world. God is love. So Jesus God in human form is the dictionary definition of true love. So someone here needs to write to Oxford Dictionaries and say, change your definition of love. Every other love is only like a reflection of this gloriously golden light. These words, they shatter every horrible idea of God that has been concocted by the hearts of humankind. I should know, I used to have such dark thoughts about God. He has made a way for every single person in the whole world to come to him just as they are. That's why Jesus died. No shame, no guilt is too much for him to take away in, with his embrace. True love is like gravity. When you go up, ah, ah, I didn't get to the moon. It's because the gravity pulled me back down. Gravity desires to draw things close to itself. That's a bit like love. Put your hand up now if you've ever felt drawn to someone else. Come on, you can be honest, you can be honest. Yes, lots of people, lots of people. <laughs> See some tentative hands over here. True love is like gravity. It desires to be close to the one it loves. For Jesus to truly love you means he desires to be close to you. He desires to have a positive relationship with you, a real friendship with you. And the other thing that true love does, it has a heart that shares in the joy and the sadness of others. It loves others as though we ourselves were in their shoes. That means for Jesus to love us is not just that he wants a relationship, but that means that he cares for you in that relationship 
more than you even care for yourself. He only ever wants good for you. No one else in the whole world has love that compares to this infinite love of Jesus, the one who fills the whole universe, by whom we live and move and have our being, is one who loves you and desires to be known by you more than any other. So tonight, knowing that Jesus is here, he truly is here by his spirit, right in front of you, loving you so wonderfully much. He asks you a question. Who do you say I am? And now I'd like to invite the band to come up to play some instrumental music because we have a bit of a time response together. What will you respond to this question? Do you have a longing to be loved, truly, deeply, really? Have you ached for this and searched for this everywhere and never really found it? Here is love, vast as the ocean, beyond your wildest dreams. Here is what we have all longed to know all of our lives. Will you open your heart to the one who surrounds you right now with his spirit? Will you say to Jesus, Lord, I want to encounter you. He longs to meet with you. How can we turn this kind of love away? And so I'd like to invite everyone to stand. And we'll just have a moment of just reflecting on this. And if you'd like to, just use the space, time with just you and the Lord, to invite him to meet you. That's the sort of prayer that he really hears. If you are hearing these things, hearing all these words about longing to be near Jesus, and you think, I want to meet with him myself, Use this as a time just to speak to him in your own words. Lord Jesus, we invite you in this place to open our eyes to the true reality of your presence all around us. We've been so blind to it for so long. We thank you that you are the one who surrounds us all around closer than any other. The one who is even within our own hearts the one who loves us more than any other. Lord, we pray for every heart here that is hurting, every heart here that is longing for love, that you would come and meet with them in a way that is just right for them. And so in your own words, in your heart, invite Jesus to come near and say, Lord, I want to encounter you. very breath. And he loves you more than you could ever imagine. Lord, we want to encounter you. 
Thanks for listening to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. For more information about our church and everything we have going on, visit our website, emmanuelcroydon.org.uk. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram to see and hear what's going on in the life of our church. God bless you and have a wonderful week. Thank you.